holidays is actually when a lot of people get hurt. Yeah, I know. There was a, when I lived in California, when I was stationed at Beale, there was a girl that was in my squadron. She had a glass coffee table, and she decided it would be a smart idea to stand on it to put Christmas lights up on, on the, like, around the ceiling of the living room. And she fell through the glass table, and she had to have, like, all of this glass pulled out of her feet, like, all this stuff. And then the wing commander, or the squadron commander, made her give a safety brief. Oh. About not standing on <laughs> glass tables to the entire squadron. Yeah. No, that sounds awful. Yeah. That does sound very painful. Yeah. But, no, this is just, this is really good stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, so, like, decorating, the perfect uh, article that talks about here in the in. SC and stuff. So yeah, decorating is is a great way to get into the festive spirit, but that is where people fall. And yeah. it kind of same thing you're talking about with the uh, glass table. So w- if you are putting up decorations, use appropriate uh, types of like ladders or steps or things that are made to actually hold you mm-hmm. and stuff. And yeah, don't don't get crazy with it. Don't have like try to do giant rope things or repelling. Just use standard, safe types of equipment and stuff. And then, yeah, jump on in here and stuff uh, with any of this type type of things. But some of the other things, try not to – I know with lights and stuff, we always talk about um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, don't get carried away. And if you're doing something massive, you know, take breaks. Don't try to reach. That's another thing if you're on a ladder – yeah, try not to reach. Um, watch out with the stapler. Um, I have a deal like not stapling electrical stuff anyways, but if you're going to use a stapler, yeah, try not to staple your clothes, uh, that type of stuff. Yeah. This is the festive season, and yeah, absolutely, have fun with it. But, I, I mean, I, I cringe to use the term common sense, but if if the plan seems stupid, it's probably stupid. So if it's icy <laughs> out... And your plan is to get up on a roof and then, like, hang over and put a Christmas lights. That's a really bad idea. So, you know, yeah, have good, stable footing of whatever you're going to do. If you're going to put up lights or if you're going to be up high uh, up on your house trying to get stuff. But uh, another thing we don't think about, too, um, is cooking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, some of the things, too, if you're cooking for 25 people and you haven't done it for a while – you're making like pecan rolls, you know, that have uh, w- what's some of the grandparents' recipes that call for nine cups of brown sugar, five sticks of butter, and something. You put that all in a bowl and it boils over and then catches the oven on fire. So watch out that type of stuff. Grease fires. Um, what about frying the deep fried turkeys? Oh, that's the- delicious. I love deep fried turkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, but are you getting into the fact that if they're frozen, they turn into projectiles? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I've been talking a whole bunch of here. Ben, would you like to uh, handle the uh, flying projectiles of turkey? No, this has been a treat to have you here with us. It oh, is, thank you. It really so has. Enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. This is fun, isn't it? Got all these cool. And we're on uh, what episode sixteen now? The sixteen. Yeah, we are on episode sixteen of our Minuteman Moment podcast. So, yeah, let's talk about these projectile turkeys. Uh, I was told since I was a young child that turkeys don't actually fly. So can you please explain this to me? I'm going to kick this one over to the boss. 
Oh, so you're talking about the 1985 episode of WKRP in Cincinnati where he swears he thought turkeys could fly. So, yeah, yeah. The, the difference between the domesticated turkey and the wild turkey are like two way different things and stuff. And so, yes, if you put a frozen turkey or honestly anything frozen with mass, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ben, you put it into boiling grease. Um, bad things are going to happen, and there is a possibility that it can explode, catch fire with the grease, um, yeah, and catch your house on fire or your garage. Um, so, yeah, don't put deep fryers in garages of the house. Move them outside. Make sure the turkey is thawed uh, or whatever type of animal that you're going to put in a big vat of grease, which that makes a lot of types, types of food really, really delicious. Mm. But uh, be careful. And also, some of the things, too, uh, when we're talking about that, when we're talking about holiday food, um, yeah, preparation. You know, everyone congregates in the kitchen, right? Like, that's the place to do that. So, watch out. Like, if you've got some big honk of Ginsu knife and you're, you know, cutting up, like, three pounds of celery or something, make sure your kids aren't running underneath your feet or, yeah, you're spilling a bunch of, you know, butter or anything. And, yeah, your 85-year-old grandmother and stuff is trying to, you know, uh, fry something, um, yeah, watch out. Uh, so another thing with that, too, is also food poisoning. This is the big time where everybody eats, so make sure all food is properly cooked, all that type of stuff. Um, and that's really all I know about that. So I would say, too, like as far as preventing of uh, to prevent food contamination, keep your raw meats in a spot, keep your cooked meats in a spot, keep your vegetables in a spot, have a place for everything. Uh, I do a lot of cooking at Thanksgiving time, so I always have to make sure I'm on my toes and cleaning up behind myself. But oh, just that sounds just, awesome. I didn't even think about it. Yes. Just keeping everything separated. And don't um, brine your turkeys in the refrigerator in, in those big drawers, you know, the fruit and veggie drawers. That is not what that's for. From this point on, I will stop brining animals in the crisper. So, yeah, we're just kind of your guides, like, to <laughs> actually, like, you know, wear PPE because, yeah, it turns uh, catastrophe into calamity. Yeah, don't put frozen animals in a big bucket of grease. You know, just think, yeah, things yeah. like that. So you guys are the ones that are going to actually be out there not putting frozen turkeys in grease and that type of stuff. Well, so, yeah, we're all in this together. I can't promise that nobody will do that, but I can promise you that I won't do that. Awesome possum. So another thing that we want to talk about, too, is holiday traveling, because I know a lot of people travel during the holidays. Ben, do you want to talk about traveling and, like, maybe if you're in the car traveling across country, uh, what do you think, what do you suggest we should probably have in there just to make sure that uh, we're safe if we need emergency? I mean, that's good, because, I mean, just like us, we're traveling out of town for the holidays, and you know, you want to make sure your vehicle is in good condition. Mm-hmm. You want, you know, make sure everything's good with it. Yeah. You do your safety checks with it. Yep. And then definitely weather. It, it's what? November and we normally don't see weather this cold? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. But no. it is Arkansas. It is. Wait five minutes, it'll change. Yep. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be but almost 60 next week or something. Yeah, probably so. But wherever <laughs> you're traveling to, watch the weather and pack right. it accordingly. Yeah. Pack your vehicle accordingly to the weather. Make sure you have your flashlights, um, the holy reflective triangles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your so hazard people, signs. The hazard yeah. things, yeah. The hazard signs. Your little hazard kit. Don't they have little kits you can buy to they put do. in the mech? I have a, I don't have one of those, but I have a um, flat tire, emergency flat tire kit. So you 
spray this like foam inside the tire or something. The green slime. Yeah, yeah. I've never used it before, and I'm. Oh, pretty, it works great. I'm pretty sure if I had to use it, I might not know how to, but I have it, and I know how to Google. So. Oh, there should say. be directions on the can. I do know how to change a tire too. It's just so. Hey. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be out. We might have to edit that part out. I was being out there. No, that's that's like one of the rules of life. The way you succeed is read the directions on the can. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You know, I'm actually traveling for Thanksgiving too. Guess where I'm going? Hawaii. No. Uh, Mozambique. North. No, I am uh, going Casablanca. north. Casablanca. Oh, north. Ohio. Okay. Further. Michigan. Yellow Knife. Further. <laughs> Anchorage. <laughs> no, actually, I don't know if it's further than Michigan, Hudson but it's probably Bay. on the same. It's probably on the same latitude and latitudinal latitudinal line. Nunavik. I could do this. Is no. fun. <laughs> it's in the United States, but um, I will say that where it, where I'm going, it is um, currently in the negatives. So. Is, so yeah, I wouldn't be going. I'm going to Minot, North Dakota. Oh, good old Minot. Yeah, why not? Why not? You're but bringing a coat, right? I have a coat, yes. I have a coat. I had to um, buy most of the other things, um, but I bought a pair of mittens to keep my little fingers warm. I bought a hat to keep my ears warm. It has a little a ball on top of it. Um but I'm going to visit my son who's stationed up there, and I am afraid that when I get up there, I might freeze to death. So if I don't come back, you'll know where to find me. Just oh, send it, it takes a lot to die from exposure, but that uh, is a thing. You want to bring a coat and mittens, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a little nervous, and I have to drive. So I, I have never lived anywhere except for in Arkansas. Um, other than here, I have never lived anywhere. I didn't have access to a beach, so... That can kind of give you a little bit of a, an idea of what kind of weather I have grown up with my entire life. Oh, so. that's a good point. So, yeah, just so I'm a little nervous. So, so you've driven on icy roads before? Um, briefly, when I I lived in Pennsylvania for a couple of years, but uh, not really. No. Yeah, this is fun. I know we're again <laughs> kind of in the fun banter, but you know that is the dri- driving in. Um, bad weather or like on icy roads and stuff is something to actually really pay attention because also it's not you it's everybody else that's not paying attention so mm-hmm. one of the things to uh so if you normally keep like say three car links if you're doing 30 miles an hour double that just as a, just as a rule of thumb uh with that so that way you're not going to slide in someone if you start to uh start to slide or yeah. start to uh remember turn into the skid Everything that your grandparents taught you when you were driving and uh, the the car was getting out of control and stuff, try to implement that. Like turning into the skid, keeping keeping distance. Um, right. Another thing uh, with everyone that drives trucks, you might want to put weight in the back of the truck. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. And stuff. Um, but why would we need to put weight in the back of the truck? Oh, well, so it gets weight down onto the wheels and stuff, so you'll actually be able to have more traction. Oh, okay. Well, uh, let me ask you this: What if hypothetical of course oh all hypothetical what it's gonna be fun right what if i was driving in minot north dakota and there was snow and i didn't have weight in the back of my truck and i got stuck how would i get out of the snow asking for a friend oh asking for a friend yeah Uh, so there's this um 
I think it's out of USA has it. You call this really nice guy <laughs> and he shows up with this like really cool truck and then pulls you out of the snow. But if not, so one of the things I'm going to hand it over to Ben and I can kind of talk about that with of having um, things that could get you out of the snow. All right. So, yeah, I mean, if you're going to be doing this traveling up there, still don't know why. I have to. I, I miss my kids. But uh, snow chains. <laughs> Okay. Keep a set of snow chains with you. Okay. Um, if not, there's actually mats that you can get off of Amazon that if you get into slippery spots, you can put them under your tires to get you out. Helps get okay. you traction. All right. That's a good good to know. You guys don't know this, but I'm asking you these questions so I know what to do when I get up. So <laughs> I don't, totally don't assume, assume that. that. Yeah. What? You yeah. assume that? So, you know, I mean, for you, it gets very, you know, I mean, out there, there's really not much around. Mm-hmm. So... Take some water, take some food, take a blanket. Don't burn candles in your car if you get stuck on the side of the road. That's I don't want you burning your car down. That's a thing. People have done that before. That's weird. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. yes. Like so for the warmth or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they'll try to save on fuel. So oh. they'll turn the car off. They'll try to, if they got candles, they'll burn candles. Hmm. Um, heaters, like the propane heaters. Yeah. I didn't think people would do that, but it, that makes total sense. Yeah, and also, uh, and this is kind of like people, what happens is they forget about this, but make sure your phone's charged or you have a cord that can hook into your car or a spare battery or something so you can actually call people. Yeah. Uh, and it is if you go off the side of the road in a so snowstorm, that's totally cool to call 911. If you can't call the nice guy that USAA uh, provides or the roadside assistance, you could totally call them, and yeah. they will send somebody out to be able to help. Well, that's good to know, too, because that's, like, some people might not constitute it as an emergency. But oh, yeah. If it's it, negative 30 out yeah, and you're but stuck, it, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely an emergency, I would say so. Man, there's a lot to remember. For, uh, and if it's not, just apologize. Just say, I thought it was an emergency. I didn't like being cold and stuck out for hours, and my car was stuck, so my bad. Mm-hmm. It'll all be fine. It'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. Man, there's so much to worry about with snow. Oh, no, snow is awesome. You can make snowmen and stuff and have snowball fights and all this type of stuff. With snow, not ice, that's how you can actually injure people. Ah, so if I took an ice ball and I threw it at somebody, that's not good. Well, it just depends. Depends on who you're throwing at it. But remember, (laughs) yeah, throw it like a baseball. Use the hips. (laughs) It's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. Uh, Well, I guess I need to... But that's not coming from a safety. But yes, yes, ice throwing ice is totally not safe. What if I decided to look up at an icicle because it looks so beautiful from that perspective? Well, um, yeah, or I would rather you not do that and just if you do, like, say, you know, shoot a BB gun and it hits you in the <laughs> eye like, you know, like a Christmas story, yeah, use it as use it as an excuse <laughs> instead of being under under icicles. Uh. But, but, yeah, no, watch out for that stuff. Oh, yeah. Watch out for, yeah, snow on top of buildings, icicles, yeah, that type of stuff. Because it can come off. Yeah. Well, another thing, too, I want to make sure that everybody knows about, because this is important because I've I've seen videos and I've personally seen this happen, is your Christmas tree is catching on fire. I know it's yeah. not a huge, as big of a deal as it used to be back in the day because most people have artificial trees that have automatic shutoffs, but um, there are some people who like to stay traditional, so... Christmas tree safety. I know that sounds kind of silly because, you know, people would, you would think, know what they're supposed to do by now. But what should we make sure we're doing if we have 
a real a real tree. Let's see, real tree. Trying to think, just because of the animals we got in our house, we might end up with one of them uh, things you just put on the wall between the Malinois. Uh, what do they call them? The things on the wall. It's uh, like the posters. What? Wow. Yeah, no, I, I, I know my I, brother-in-law sent it to Sherry and said that mm-hmm. we need to do this since we got Usko and the cat in the house. Yeah, like a tr- like a Christmas tree on the ceiling. No, on the wall. It's like a sticker you put on the wall. Oh, oh that's cool. yeah, I've seen those like little felt trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, my no, si- but no, not like that. My yeah. sister has it's one like for her that, kid. But no, but anyways, if you, I mean, watch how many lights you put on the tree. You know, the extension cords, all the little stuff you put on there. Make sure the cords aren't broke. Mm-hmm. And if it's a real tree, I would say definitely water it. Definitely with correct. the water. Yeah. Yes. Uh, seven up. Yeah. Uh, seven up was a way to go. Water your tree with seven up. Mm-hmm. Make seven up yours. Sugar water. Sugar water. Oh, will snots what? drink the drink the seven up? You guys know what I'm referring to. I love yeah. this, my favorite movie. Yeah, the Rottweiler that keeps Christmas drinking the water out of the Christmas, Christmas tree. And Christmas vacation. Oh. Yeah, okay. Snots is their Rottweiler, and he's like cousin Eddie's Rottweiler. Yeah. Everybody wants to go all out, but. Definitely double check everything. Make mm-hmm. sure all the plugs aren't broken, the wires are good. Especially if you have animals in the house, the animals that you want them, that starts it. Um, fireplaces. Don't oh. put a tree next to a wood burning fireplace or a gas fireplace. Yeah, and you know, and we could we could literally go forever on all the things that you know you need to be safe. But it, it, it's kind of that same use risk management. I mean, hate to use that term for it, but if, if you're doing something different because it's the holidays, really kind of think about it. So a good, so we're talking about trees. Uh, I grew up on a farm, so we always used to go out um, and find a cedar tree or find a Christmas tree and cut it down and drag that sucker back into the house. We didn't think about it, but there was so much that could totally go wrong with this. Right. Um, so, yeah, so if you don't normally cut down trees, you may want to talk to someone that does and make sure you have the right the right equipment. That your chainsaw is actually safe. That it's been the blades are sharpened. It is uh, the blade is, the the uh, um, chain is on correctly. You mm. know, and that that you have you you are protected. You have uh, P, PPE and stuff of doing that. Another thing that uh, they talk about. I love the reference to um, the uh, National Man. Christmas vacation. That if you do cut your own tree, what looks small out in the field is totally <laughs> bigger than your house. Like way, way bigger. No, that's a thing. That's totally a thing. Yeah. So yeah. So make sure that it'll fit through the door. Um, and don't have. Uh, now, granted, some of my favorite memories of my dad or my grandparents starting to cuss and literally grabbing a skill, a chainsaw and start cutting it through the doorway because you know half of it won't even fit in the house. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't don't let that happen. Yeah. Stuff. Make sure you got enough room if you're going to go to going to cut your own tree and stuff. And make sure there's no squirrels in your tree. Oh yeah, that's totally a thing too. Which is totally cool. That could yeah. happen, right? Oh yeah. I mean that's yeah. not just in the movies. But they usually leave when you start cutting down a tree if okay, they're if they're enough. there. But uh, but no, I I hope that I know, oh. I know it'd be, yeah, that would be such a, such a fun thing. You know. Can you imagine the report on that one? Oh, that would be awful. No, no. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> happening, but yeah, the aftermath would yeah, not be cool. Uh, that would be funny. So, but I did want to go back, though, to the 
to the safety on the wires. Mm-hmm. It's the the power strips. You know, most of the don't daisy chain. We we say it all the time here throughout the wing. But most of the power strips are not going to be able to hold much. And if you do put things on them, check the amperage. Mm-hmm. So don't try to throw 20 amps on a 10 amp surge protector. Yeah. I definitely have done that before. And uh, it's not it's not pretty. Well, it's easy to do. I mean, everybody, like say well, you yeah, got a bunch of people and everyone's cold. So you put a space heater and you don't have enough room. So you take an extension cord and mm-hmm. you got to plug everything else in. So yeah, you put a power strip on it. Yeah. And it's easy to do too, because you're just like, oh, this works together. And you're just plugging away. And then next thing you know, you have like a big conglomeration of Tetris. Yeah, exactly. So and it smells like burning plastic. Yeah, exactly. That's not the smell you want to smell at Christmas no. time. I don't think so. Yeah. What else do we need to talk about as far as safety goes? Is there anything else, anything that we need to cover just to make sure? I think we're um, going to keep our chief of safety coming up here for these. Yeah, I, I know. Just can't ma- you can't match his energy, though. I know. You guys want me want me here? Like yeah, we you, want you here all the time. Are you sure? Because I know I am a – you can ask anyone this wing. I am totally an acquired taste. Uh, so We we both know that very well. <laughs> but, oh, that's impossible. But we still want you here. <laughs> no, and, yeah, you know, and this is fun, but if I may make a serious safety plug, yeah, like we talk about this and, you know, like that, we, we, we make jokes about – uh, you know, coming up here and talking about safety, but uh, we want to keep doing this. I would love to keep coming here because people getting hurt is bad. It is really bad. I like everybody here. I don't want anyone hurt. So if right. we can stop half this stuff, absolutely. And I, I can't say enough. Like, yeah, think about what you're doing and stuff. So yeah. So if you're outside, like for a long time, like up in Minot, and you're not used to it, wear a lot of clothing because yeah, mm-hmm. hyperthermia is a thing. It is awful. Frostbite is also um, is a thing, and it's awful. And from someone that's had both of those, it absolutely is terrible. So, yeah, think about it. And, and yeah, here's that: if you get wet out when it's cold, get dry. Yeah. yeah, don't don't try don't try to commando through and thinking you'll be fine. You only got an hour, hour and a half and stuff. Yeah, no, that's gonna get real bad. But yeah. with that said, yeah, I want everyone to be safe. I want everyone to have a great holidays and stuff. And so, so I appreciate. Uh, you doing these podcasts and stuff, and so we can get that information out. Yeah, of course. I'm I'm happy to be a platform for this information. So anytime you guys want to do this, I I'm I'm here. I do it every month. So topics can include anything. To be honest, like I whenever I push these out to the wing or to our Facebook, um, one of the things I always try to make sure to tell people, uh, especially when I push it out to the wing, um, is that. This is their platform. It's not my platform. It's their platform. So if they have a topic or something they want to discuss, they are more than welcome to come to me and tell me what it is. And we can, if it's a good topic and something that's relevant, we can absolutely incorporate it into our our podcast. So, yeah, it could be anything. That's what it's for, you know. So, And I want people to use this more. And maybe if we have more people listening and interested we can do this more than once a month, you know. So, like I said, it's what it's for. Cool. Well, Jess, thanks again. This was wonderful. Yeah, of course. Thank you guys for coming out on such short notice. I, I know it's important to make sure people hear safety message. I think it's always a good idea to remind them, even if they know. Yeah. Just remind them. What did uh, Betty White say? The only thing that happens fast is fouling up, and she didn't use the word fouling. <laughs> <laughs> and I know a lot of times, like, well, yeah, things – a lot of things happen fast. If you 
and what that means is if you've never been trained to do something at that speed, don't do it. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. You think that you can go like start cutting branches like really quick. If you've never been taught, if you've been taught how to, you know, use a chainsaw one specific way, don't go go trying to hurry up and you know think that you have a timeline or anything. That's all in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Is the only like Betty White said the only thing that happens fast is fouling up. We are Mission Ready Airmen, providing premier training to the C-130 and cyber enterprises, capitalizing on partnerships to support the state and defend the nation. Our vision is to be a diverse family of airmen, dedicated, adaptive, and empowered to lead. 